If you're gonna have incest, why not have the real thing? January 27th, 2021. This is Rare Encounter. Encounter number 29. And stumping the consultants, I'm Abel Kirby. And specking the English godly, Iqbal cold acid. <laughs> oh boy. If you want me to speak like that, I'm gonna have to drink more of this shit, which is actually just Jack Daniels. Maybe, uh, maybe by the end of no, the that, show, um, <laughs> I'll understand what you just said. Yeah, I, I, I said, speaking good English, <laughs> I am cold acid. Oh, Except boy. that I, I said it in Old English. Now, Old English, is that German spelled wrong, or is it uh, regular English pronounced wrong? Mm, no. <laughs> I've always was under that impression. You just took German and spelled it wrong, and then you pronounced it wrong, and you got modern English, or something to that effect. Well, English has always been a Germanic language. It's just that... Over the last 1,500 years, it's had quite a bit of adjustment to it. Hmm. With all those new words, new spellings of old words. Yeah, it's... It was actually it was actually quite simplified thanks to the Norse invaders whose own old Norse language was just different enough that unless, unless you got rid of a lot of different, like suffixes and stuff on words and different ways of like doing the verbs it would be more or less the same hmm. now i'm not a linguist or anything like that but i uh i do enjoy that kind of stuff i mean where would i go if i wanted to learn about the history of english um just wikipedia is there a resource that's a good place you know? to start that's a good place to start i actually i actually bought a book and it's going to take forever to show up hmm uh, let me just pull up my uh, order history because I forgot the name of the book because I'm an idiot like that. Yeah. How we'd talk if the English had won in 1066. Huh. Which is a it's a book that takes a look at the English language and tries and tries to figure out how it would sound if we didn't have like the Anglo-Norman and French aspects to the language. Even in Old English, there were words that were borrowed directly from Latin, mostly for church purposes. And from like the 1600s onwards, there have been a number of Latin and Greek borrowings. But a lot of the, a lot of like the French aspects to our language were really introduced by the Normans and the Angevins and so if we got rid of if we got rid of those influences, we'd certainly have a much more Germanic sounding language than we do. Hmm. Yeah, well all I that, also all have a mixing. Oh, I, I also have it... another book. Oh, another one. What do you get this time? Yes, a novel this time called The Wake by Paul Kingsnorth. Hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah, so it's about uh, it's about somebody rebelling against the Norman conquerors. In the late 11th century, so like after after the conquest, but before like 1085. So like during the during the time that uh, William the Bastard was still uh, <laughs> ruling the country. William the Bastard, I like that. No, you got just. Yeah, so well, you, that's 
That's what we. That's how. That's what he was known on the continent as, even after he conquered Britain or England, at least. Just so you know, you are getting a little crunchy on here. Uh, you crunched a couple times so far. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Maybe, maybe you need to go uh, beat that router, <laughs> beat it into submission. I don't know. It's not that bad. Maybe we just move maybe. on. Maybe. Yeah. We were talking about that before the show. We heard some <laughs> crunching. Well, speaking of books, there was a uh, a book that got picked up. Um, or it didn't get picked up for uh, uh, publishing. Did you see the the story about the redo of Healer um, novel? No, can't say that I have. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about with redo of Healer? The uh, it's anime airing this season. Neither of us is watching it, but uh, you aware of it at all? It, it it's violent. Not really. It's violent and sexually violent is what the uh, the the main appeal of this thing is. And they had a. Uh, tweet came out where the author confirmed that the uh option for publishing in english was actually refused by the overseas publishers so no one in the it's the the suspicion is that they're talking about yen press but it's not clear that they didn't name any names but everyone thinks it's yen press said yeah you know uh we don't think it's a good time to publish this book in in uh in uh, english you know uh so i don't know it's yeah, another considering one of these... that Yen Press is like the biggest, the biggest uh, translator and English publisher of light novels, and the fact that they publish another one of this author's works, it probably is Yen Press. Yeah, it it reminds me of. The... By the way, is the is this the one? Is this the one where like where like the the dude was like oh. Well, he breaks all her fingers like, in the first. I haven't he, watched the first tricked, episode. I saw some he, clips. He of gets it. tricked and he gets tricked and screwed over by the rest of his, by the rest of his party, and somehow gets resurrected. And then, and then like he beats the crap out of and turns into a sex slave, one of the other party members, and is trying to kill the rest of them and and shit like that. Yeah. So it's a. So what happens? And I've. I okay, don't know so, yeah, details, I've heard of yeah. the show. I've heard of the show from a friend of my brother's. They, uh, I've seen clips of the first episode, and the two ones that I saw was him breaking the, all the fingers on some, uh, on his, he captured some woman who, uh, who, I guess, abused him in a past life or something, and then, he, so he finds her and breaks all her fingers graphically on screen, and it was kind of squeamish, and then the other one was he's smacking people with his dick. I was like, what? <laughs> So those are the web ends dick being smack, passed around. Baby dick smack. Woo. So that's that gives you an idea of the content of this uh, of this novel, and uh, you know they just I guess they declined to publish it. The thing that I always want to go back to is all the other bullshit that they do publish, um, and and as if it's anime, it's not even anime. It's a light novel, so it's just words on a page. Um, now sometimes there's illustrations, but for the most part, it is just words on a page if it's if there's no illustrations it's not really a light novel um well i that's not an argument i want to get in but i think there are things considered light novels that don't have illustrations um based on something i read once <laughs> i would just call those novellas yeah there's there's been some uh, i remember reading an article about the uh what the what is a light novel and what isn't a light novel? And one of the things they pointed out was that they thought it had more to do with the writing style and how it was published um, than if it had pictures in it or not. Um, and they cited a couple different things that are considered light novels. And I can't remember any of the names of these. Um, I didn't recognize any of them. Uh, but they, they cited a bunch of things that were light novels that didn't have any illustrations. So 
there. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it reminds me a little bit of the, the way they had um, the interspecies reviewer anime where it got dropped after by, I think it was dropped by Funimation or something after like two episodes. So we don't want to have this. There's too much sex in it. We can't have this. Uh, none of our viewers are going to, uh, you, you know, they, uh, they'll revolt if they see this on. Meanwhile, anything you watch on HBO is worse than anything they show in, the, in that series. And it's animated anyway. It's like there's a there's an extra double standard for once it's anime, you know, every uh, everything becomes amplified as as even worse. Uh, you know, if you had the same, you know, graphic violent scenes like it, uh, in uh, some of these shows, if they were in a Saw movie, they wouldn't care. But, you know, they get all uptight about it if they're uh, if it's animated. I don't know. It's a chip on my shoulder still and has been there it, for a while. It, it's it's stupid bullshit that. That I think is just Hollywood protectionism more than anything. Yeah. And now that is it Hollywood actually owns Crunchyroll, um, they, I guess it's not really Hollywood. Um, no, you said the, you said Sony was yeah, buying them. Sony bought them. Yeah, it's not really Sony's Hollywood, not exactly Hollywood. No. They do have a pictures division, though. But I don't think Sony Pictures has anything to do with it. Anyway, that was Redo of Healer. I haven't watched it. I really... If, if it gets enough press then I'm going to start watching it. That's what got me into interspecies reviewers is when there were articles about how this was terrible and uh, no one should watch it and the rights holders just declined to translate it. They thought it was so bad. Then I, as soon as I heard that, my ears perked up. It's like when the Pope, you know, denounces Pokemon and Pokemon becomes doubly popular because of it. So if Redo of Healer has that kind of situation, I might go watch it, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, most of these most of these revenge series tend to be like not that good. I, I've read a few. I've read a few like revenge revenge story mangas, and on honestly, like it's there's it just there's one that the I, quality the quality isn't really there most of the time. It's it's very juvenile. The uh, the revenge story that I liked the most was actually a movie. It was a Korean movie. Uh, have you ever seen Old Boy? No, I haven't. I've ah! heard good things. <laughs> it's great. Oh my god, that's a great revenge uh, movie. Um, it's getting kind of old now. I think it might be fifteen years older. So I should uh, someone should pull that up on Wikipedia and tell me how old it is. But it was Old Boy, and um, so a guy gets uh, and he he doesn't know why. He's abducted and he's locked into a hotel room and he's sort of barricaded in this this whole thing. And uh, uh, he's locked in there for, I think, 20 years. There's this ridiculous amount of time. And he doesn't know who's keeping him captive or anything. What they do is they pump pump like uh, sleeping gas in to uh, come change his room. So he, he never gets to see his captors. He doesn't know. And then one day he gets free. And the movie is he's trying to find out who captured him, why were they doing it to him, and he wants to exert his revenge. And it has, aside from being a really cool thriller, um, it has some great scenes. In fact, the the most famous one, which I'll just mention, is this fight scene in a hallway where I think he walks into, it's like an apartment building with a bunch of doors on, you know, up and down the, uh, up and down the uh, hallway, and he walks in with just a hammer, like just a, a normal ball peen kind of hammer. And he um, fights like 40 guys who are all mafia guys. <laughs> and he's just like killing people with a hammer as the as the camera kind of side scrolls like it's a video game, you know, as I'm walking through the uh, the hallway. 
it's this really like really a platformer. Great, yeah, it looks like a platformer as he's and he and it, the camera's <laughs> kind of following him like Mario as he goes. He's bam, he hits the guy with the hammer. He has to turn around. Unlike Mario, I think he does backtrack a little bit. He goes and he has to hit another guy with a hammer. It's this great scene. Oh man, old oh, boy. That's my recommendation if you want to go watch a uh, kind of a crazy movie, uh, especially if you've never seen it before. It's a uh, it's something, and I won't tell you how it ends either. It's a uh, it's, uh, thrilling, you know. You never. I, no I surprised no the hell out of me. Let, me. let me say that it was it was good. <sighs> Here we go, old boy. You know, uh, for what I should have done this week is I should have checked those movies. I kind of fell off the uh, the tip of movies coming out, and so I wonder if there's anything coming out now that we uh, I just haven't mentioned. Let me. I'm only talking about anime movies, so let me hop on Fathom Events, um, and they have a little anime. Uh, category. Let's see. No, it's just Earwig and the Witch, which is coming up next month. So, nothing else. Alright, no news. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, what have you been up to, Cold? Besides ordering books uh, online. Keeping mostly out of trouble. Mm. Working, working, working. Yep. And then, today, I took, I took a look at my stonks and saw that uh, one they've been holding for a while, Nokia, <laughs> had, had jumped up, like, over double its value hmm. and i started looking i started looking into this whole uh this whole thing like with gamestop and everything yeah and motherfucking stonks man yeah man so do you know the story about this gamestop thing because i don't i'm not a um financial analyst or anything like that i've i have a rudimentary understanding about how the stock market works um is there a good explanation so I've got, of what's going I've got on with like, GameStop? I've, I'm probably like 90% wrong on this, but what's been going on is like a whole bunch of uh, hedge funds have been uh, have been trying to short GameStop to the point that uh, to the point that like uh, it was something like 140% of the company of the company's. Uh, Shares were being borrowed for uh, for short schemes, mm-hmm. and somebody somebody caught wind of it and posted about it onto Reddit into this uh, into this group on Reddit called Wall Street Bets. Yeah, and and the people in there just started buying the fuck out of it <laughs> to screw and to screw over these hedge fund companies. Yeah. I heard something similar to that, where which it was some group on Reddit was screwing around and they they got everyone to move at the same time or something like that, and was, uh, messing up someone else's plan. Someone else thought they were playing and they ended up getting played. Is the, is the thrust of what I uh, what I heard about it. The other commentary I've seen, which was just on No Agenda Social, I was checking it before I went on the uh, before we came on today, and I saw some people talking about. Uh, well, now, you know, it's okay when they do it. Now everyone wants to regulate. They're, they're saying, we want, we want law enforcement to look at Reddit and see if this group is uh, doing something illegal. Jeez, man. Yeah, can't let can't let the plebs play the same games as the elites. Yeah. That's just not kosher. Well, these guys, uh, if if Reddit decides to uh, to push them off or, or try and regulate... You know, Which they probably will. Yeah. It's probably going to go the way of the Donald. So, federate... You bastards have to federate if you're on this group uh, in a way where they can't just shut you down because uh, some jack-off at Reddit doesn't like you or gets pressured, you know, by uh, who runs them? Condé Nast? 
one of the someone yeah. knows someone at the at the upper you know at the at the parent company level and they say yeah shut these guys down they're no good you know it could be as simple as that it doesn't have to be a legal opinion or a uh, a successful lawsuit at all it could just be someone doesn't like you federate federate so or die one, so one of these one of these uh, one of these redditors involved in this made a $50,000 bet on GameStop and made out with $30 million. <laughs> oh boy. Well, you know. Yeah. 50 that's a that's a lot of money to put in especially for some maybe for some people it's not that much but for me that's a huge amount of money to put into something. Oh yeah, that's so so apparently 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 Wall Street bets had a had a Discord server and they've been kicked off of there. <laughs> federate, so, yeah. federate, federate you bastards. Yeah, they gotta move. They gotta move to Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Matrix is is essentially Signal without the centralization. Ooh, wait a minute. Uh, tell me more. Well, that's about that's all it, I know. It, okay. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't have. I don't use Matrix myself. I've got talks. It's gotta be like the the. the do you want is, to know which more? Is kind of the same. <laughs> I need that barcode <laughs> they put at the bottom of the screen. I can scan. Do you want to know more? <laughs> I could get. Let Would me you get like my, to know more? Let me get my scanner. There you go. I scanned it. <laughs> uh, it just brought me to a shitty. But yeah. As, as, <laughs> but uh, essentially, no. essentially, a bunch of people on the internet have gathered together and said a huge "fuck you" to all these all these elite brokerages who play all these games and pass all the losses on to the retail investors generally mm -hmm. and now now they're getting they're getting burned they're getting burned by the same sort of thing in return yeah well if if there is new regulation brought in on like social media and stuff because of things like this i say americans should start rioting and start burning down the sec office yeah well you need to explain what the difference between a group of people in uh in the financial industry, all getting together and palling around and talking about what they want to do. And then normal Joe Blows on Reddit getting around and talking, talking to each other in public even about what they want to do and then doing it. You know, it's um, somehow, I don't know, I guess they're conspirators. Because those people on Reddit are filthy and don't have, don't have like elite levels of money. They're unwashed disgusting <laughs> things they can't be allowed to do this it's that's pretty much it it's it's classist bullshit yeah we, we should we should ban uh the ability to boycott you know calling for boycott should be gone too you know we, if amazon doesn't do something we like you know uh that's fine but uh you can't say uh why don't we have that as a law you know you can't just congregate and decide as a group that we don't want to use you anymore it sounds it sounds like it's in the same vein. They don't want anyone to have any power but them. So yeah, uh, we're reiterating our own. You know, yeah, it's own it's now. yeah, it's it's completely it's completely rules for rules for the not for me. Mm. So yeah, well, um, I and did... fuck these head fund companies anyways because like they make they make their killings off of what ends up putting people out of jobs, right? Oh, yeah. On the um, social media tip, while we were talking about Macedon briefly, I, I had a note. I've been trying to... I have another chip on my shoulder. I got a lot of chips on my shoulder, but this one in particular has been uh, about Mastodon. I just wanted to get your opinion on this. It's the uh, the direct message system inside No Agenda Social. And 
even on the the app on my phone and on the website it doesn't expose the uh the fact that you're in a direct message very well what no, i mean is it doesn't it just it's just a different background color for for the post oh that right? would be perfect it's, you know it, no that's what that's what it does on the website it does it did not do that for me um it was difficult because i i switched between tabs and so i had sent out a couple um dms that were meant to go to um someone i was talking to um and they, they were chit-chatting about what we were going to do and the um i accidentally sent them out as a public toot and part of the the reason i did that is because i was switching between tabs and and so i switched between one i went back i had to go look at something else reference something else and then i clicked back and typed my message and hit toot thinking that i clicked back to the uh the uh, direct message, the tab that had the DM stuff open. And I, in fact, I didn't. And the problem is that the the colors, you know, the, the page looks exactly the same. It There is a little box that pops up and says, hey, uh, you know, uh, you the, only the person you're replying to will see this message. But it's not super apparent, especially if um, you're like me and you're absent-minded for a second. You, you can pretty easily send a DM um to your public stream instead of to the person you meant to send it to. I don't know. It's it was irritating how easy it was to make that mistake, and I'm sure that it, I'm sure other people have had this problem too. It's just that's it. That was my rant. That's well, all I have to say. Probably, but uh, <laughs> but I've been I've been uh, I've not been having any problems with it. Yeah. Well, it's like so. If I click over, let me just explain. I'm on the website. I click the three bars, and then I click the direct messages. And I can see some of the DMs that I've already um, I've already started. So I'm on the direct message tab, and then I type, oh, at cold acid, hi, and I toot, thinking that because I'm on the direct message tab, it's going to send a direct message to you, cold acid. And if you look closely, I just tooted uh, a public toot. That's yeah, everybody gets to see it. And, and the way you properly compose... Um, it would be I go to the direct message page. Let me click the three bars. I go to the direct message page. They've at cold acid. And then what? I'm actually not sure what to do to make this exclusive other than the only other way I know how to do that is if I go to your profile, which I would have to search for, and then click, you know, through a couple menus and hit direct message cold acid. And then it looks like I can send you one. And my my chip on my shoulder is that it it shouldn't be super easy to send private information uh, or post private information publicly. You know, the pages look the same. The context makes you think you're sending a DM, but what you're actually doing is sending it to the whole world. And, uh, you know, it's, it seems I like a design, this is not a problem design issue. With, uh, yeah. I think this is not a problem with Pleroma's more Twitter-like UX. Yeah. Um, I, if it is Twitter-like, then it almost looks like a text message um, panel, right? It almost looks, you know, yeah, if you, I don't if have DMs and Twitter. Look I don't like have any messages. accounts on any on any Pleroma based uh, uh, Fediverse instances, but uh, from what I've seen from visiting such uh, such sites, is that generally it has a much more Twitter like user interface. And so I'm expecting that if I were logged into it, <laughs> there'd be like a way to to like have dms that's totally separate from from like just the regular notifications column mm. i'm looking at the uh, rare encounter uh, chat room right now we got telework a cat wants the divorce yeah 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 
Jeez, oh, Louise. looks like uh, what do we got? We got some Wall Street Bets has already moved to uh, moved to their own site. Have they actually been kicked off of Reddit yet, or they're just getting ready? If they're smart, they see the writing on the wall. Yeah, when they start talking about the the Reddit brass starts talking about how they want to uh, uh, regulate. Oh, we're in we're in talks with uh, lawyers about you. That's bad news. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's always bad news, you know. Unless they're going to give you a medal. Bad news. Oh, they're definitely not going to be giving anybody <laughs> a medal. Oh, boy. Mitt Romney killed Jeffrey. I don't even know what we're talking about here. You know, I almost brought up Mitt Romney on uh, Abs in a Six-Pack. Did you hear me on that show uh, this uh No, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't see the episode until I saw it in your notes today. Oh, yeah. I went live. Um, we didn't really announce the time or anything ahead of time. I just... It, I live streamed it on the ablekirby.com slash stream, you know, our rare encounter stream. But uh, it was fun. Uh, I I had a bunch of material. One of them included um, this bit from the Scientific American. They used to have what they tried to pull, and, and obviously none of the campaigns went for this, but they wanted to have a science debate, I think in 2008, uh, where they wanted the two leading Democrat candidates and the two leading Republican candidates to have a science debate. And I, and I had a bunch of notes on that. No, we never got to it, but it was just kind of funny to see the, uh, to see as soon as science got brought up, you know, all the politicians back down. They don't want to talk about it. They start, they say, well, we'll, we'll respond in writing, which means our consultants will send you a letter, <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, the show was fun. Um, I went on with uh, Sir Seat Sitter from Abs in a Six Pack. Uh, we did, it was probably one of his shortest episodes. I think it was only an hour, 20 minutes or something. Uh, just blew through some material and uh, talked about science and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, well, I'm going to have to definitely listen to it then. Yeah, I, I brought a couple. Well, since you and haven't heard it, I'm going to pull up some clips from it that we can I can get double use out of by playing here. Um <laughs> I'm double dipping. I'm making this show longer too. Oh, hold uh, on, hold on. Breaking news! Breaking news! So not only not only is WSBets.win a thing now, but the original Wall Street Bets subreddit is now is now locked to existing subscribers only. <laughs> not that that's going to help. Not that's going to help them much because the admins can still see everything. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So an abs in a six pack, um, we talked about science. It, it, it was going to start out as a conversation about some lab experiments I really liked, like subatomic physics experiments. And I quickly realized this wasn't the way, that it, this wasn't a good idea. Um, and so I was going to talk about J.J. Thompson and his jig he set up to measure uh, deflection of electron beams and, and uh, you know, uh, the, the predecessor to, you know, cathode ray, they, they called them cathode rays. And so how it turned into the cathode ray tube. And, you know, some just, you know, it's well-known story, stuff everyone knows, you know, if you read a, uh, a science textbook or, or you've seen a special on the Discovery Channel. Uh, but it's stories I like, you know, I wanted to tell them. It, it just didn't work out. But we ended up ragging on the state of uh, the accessibility of good information about science. And one of the things that I did is I went out on YouTube and I did just, I said, I'm going to pretend that I don't know anything. I don't know where the sources are. I'm just going to use search engines and um, I'm just going to type in topics that I'm interested in and see what, 
see what Google and, and YouTube deliver to me as uh, as good information. This can't end well. Yeah, and so it, most of it was music. I clipped the music. I only brought the music clips here, though. There, there are some really lame clips I brought to his show you can go and listen to and hear us uh, bitching about. But we got, let's see, I got three here. I got the Gravity song. Uh, so here, prepare yourself. Gravity <laughs> is all about. I fall it pulls me to the ground. A force that you and I can't see. Me towards you and you towards me. Keeps us from flying into space. I fall my chip on my shoelace. That cool force is gravity. Isaac Newton's apple tree. Are you getting monorail vibes from this the same way I am? Fucking watching, fucking <laughs> like I'm thinking, I'm thinking PBS specials for kids. I am typing in um, gravity science, and this is the shit that it comes up with. It, it's all kids' videos, and they all have millions of views. Jesus, and it's like a shield that prevents you from getting into the good information because they have so. You know how YouTube videos for kids work, right? Where they have the kid watches it. it it's like. When you watch Thomas the Tank Engine, and then you have to rewind the tape and watch it again, and rewind the tape and watch it again. That's what they do on YouTube still. And so they rack up just thousands and hundreds of thousands of views because the kids watch the thing over and over and over. You know, and the parents don't care because it keeps the kid, you know, looking at the iPad instead of, uh, instead of uh, bu bugging them. And, and it's like a shield that stops you from getting to any of the good information. Now, the actual interesting things where you have someone from yale um doing a lecture on what do we know about gravity now in 2020 which they do do some of that is out there those have like 500 views you can't find them on a cursory search you really have to know what you're looking for before you find it so no the other stuff you get is the oh, just the the really awful like the mit is doing music videos or you know the stupid shit they do where they say hmm you know we're doing pr for mit we want to show the world we're smart so what do we do uh let's see what do smart people know oh they know pi to a thousand places so let's wa walk around uh, the campus and get undergrads to write pi out to as many decimal places as they know on a whiteboard and that's the video you know this just really stupid pr shit um it, Good and, Lord. Yeah, it's it's bad. And so, you know, I got a couple of these uh these other ones. Here's here's a promotional music video where they're talking about lab safety. Working in the lab and I'm thinking about safety. My gloves, they make me safe around chemicals. This is the shit. This is this is science education. If you well, at least the they internet. know how to use auto-tune. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, that one wasn't that bad. Uh, but there's just some awful shit out there. And so if you want to hear more, you got to check out uh, Abs in a Six-Pack. Um, I was on episode... Oh, I put the episode number in my notes. I didn't memorize that one. Yes, you did. Uh, Abs in a Six-Pack, episode 61. It was actually the first of two episodes Sir Sitter did that day. He did an episode immediately after uh, we wrapped up. He went on another podcast. That guy's a beast. I don't know how he does it. Damn. He, he and he went on a podcast. So he was he was he doesn't sleep. Yeah. He was doing the show with me, and you know, to be fair, you know, I kind of took over his show, you know, and so it's it's. Uh, I think most of the talking on there was was me talking at him instead of uh, having a conversation, which I regret a little. I wish that we were more engaged, but the, you know, that's the. Uh, the way he does things is, goes. is he brings people on the show and then he just lets them talk. <laughs> Mutes his mic and goes and takes a break. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, boy. What were we talking about? Podcasts. We had a couple. Uh, let's see. Hog Story had a new episode posted. I listened to that today. Uh, yep. Oh, shit. You know what I didn't do? Ah, this is a huge oversight. Usually, I have the episode names. I put the episode names in my notes so that I can say them, and yeah. I forgot to write them down. Uh, this one... Well, well, you look that up. Yeah. I'll, I'll mention that there was no... There was no uh, grumpy old Ben's for Monday. They had their they had their Mark and George episode twenty four moment. <laughs> but I am happy to announce that Darren and Ryan did kiss and make up, mm-hmm. and apparently, apparently, there's a grumpy old Ben's on OnlyFans where you can watch that happen. <laughs> I was very confused, to be completely honest. I know that they record on Monday. I do not listen live, but I usually pick up the show after you know when I get out of work or something. I'll put it on in the uh, the way home in my car, and then listen to it when I'm making dinner or something like that. And I was disappointed. I thought, wow, what's going on? Tuesday, well, I, I around, was listening know? to it live, and I was actually I was shocked. Like Darren just up and rage quit, and like I was like, holy fuck! Oh, jeez, it was that. And like I I heard I, it was a uh, yeah like. I heard they didn't have an episode. That's all I knew. I don't. I don't know anything about this. Well, Darren now says that he did release it. Oh, they're uh, like twenty-four minutes or some something. Oh boy. I don't know where he released it to. Released but, it. Uh, <laughs> there was a guy who. Uh, yes, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was still a rage quit. It, it was a. It was a calm one. He's like, okay, so that's it then. Just like pretty much hung up and it went like straight to the uh straight to the usual uh <laughs> oh stream loop jeez louise that sounds bad yeah like i i was i was shocked and i was like oh god is it, don't tell me that this is the end <laughs> this but apparently is the yeah end. there's gonna there's gonna be another episode on friday so Hold hopefully you. there will be no hopefully there will be no rage quitting uh this time <laughs> i'm on only and fans. we will get our usual Two and a half to three hours of Darren and uh, Ryan yelling at each other. Oh, boy. I'm on... I don't think the OnlyFans is... I went to that link, and it doesn't bring me anywhere. I don't know why I clicked No, it, it, it's, not, it's not for real. It, it, <laughs> I believed you! But I hey, the, was fact, real. the fact that you looked at... Good Lord. <laughs> you, well, I can't believe you took it seriously. I thought, I thought you were joking. <laughs> And then I looked in the chat room and I saw someone put a link. I said, oh, yeah, there we go. I click on that. No, okay. Well, you fooled me. But I won't get fooled again. Yeah, we'll see about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we had um, Grumpy Old Ben's had their abortion. Hog Story, uh, they had their... Oh, I I actually got the episode. It was uh, Rich... What the fuck was it called? I had it open it and then I closed the tab because I went to OnlyFans. <laughs> and now I have two OnlyFans tabs. <laughs> and now I have three OnlyFans. How the fuck do I have so many of these? It was called Roger Proudbox. Yeah, Roger Proudbox. Roger Proudbox. Yeah. And it was full of penguins. <laughs> full penguins. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was so funny. those penguin those penguin clips were absolutely hilarious. Oh, I loved I, listening to that. I have to disagree with uh, Fletcher who complained about the the fact there was no audio or it was just wind sounds. I was fucking cracking up. I said this is fucking great. It remind now. <laughs> I also listened to the first three episodes of Hog Story when they had the music bed underneath it. And the first episode of Hog Story I listened to is literally episode one. I don't think they even had an RSS feed. I think uh, Fletcher put it up on like SoundCloud or something. So I listened to the first episode, and about a minute in, 
I remember I just said out loud to myself, oh, the music's not going to stop, is it? And then I started fucking laughing because, of course, it's not going to stop. This is fucking great. I wish I had thought of this. This is art. It's performance art. So I did uh, I did like those penguin clips. They were fun. They and, truly, truly were. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. And, and for and, the record, and, like, I think the peng- music is a bad idea. Penguin... Girl penguins having like a bitch fight <laughs> over <laughs> over the male penguin. That was that was great. Oh yeah. Did I tell you to stop licking? <laughs> Dad, why are we sitting on the washing machine? Because in Canada, men have vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Hey, did some uh, some exploring finally. I got, oh, yeah? I got on the highway and I drove oh, Hold on, before we, before we get off the podcast and onto another topic, there's something you forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, so I think I already said it. It was 297 days since the last episode of Maps with Matt, and usually I have a Nick the Rat bit, but I didn't see uh, any update, so he has a mystery show on tonight. Actually, uh, we yeah, do you have... mentioned you mentioned that you didn't you didn't see anything for Nick, but you did not mention uh, Maps with Matt. Oh. The, uh, I, I pay attention to this thing. <laughs> the, it, it's important that every episode we mention the number of days since the last episode, and I keep listing for it. Yeah, two hundred ninety-seven. And one day, and one day, Sir Matthew will release episode four. I don't know if we'll still be alive by then, but I'm hoping we will be. I wonder if we can get a guy on Fiverr to do an impression of him, and just because I could write a script, you know, that's a parody of him. And if we could get a guy on Fiverr with the French Canadian, it doesn't have to be exact. It's just got to be close enough. This is abuse. We could do that. And, you know, we could make our bootleg, bootleg maps with Matt. Hey, kid, you like maps with Matt? Well, I got something for you. You know, you can sell that. My maps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Speaking of maps, I was looking at maps. I was looking at maps as I drove around aimlessly. Um, I actually ended up in Cumberland. Uh, not Cumberland, Tennessee, by the Cumberland Gap, but Cumberland, uh, Maryland, which is, uh, if you look at the shape of the state of Maryland, it's really screwed up. Um, it's actually, I've been here for a year, almost, it's coming up on a year, and it, well, it's maybe been 10 months, actually, but it's still hard for me to wrap my head around the geography because you have the, there's the main part of the state, which kind of has, it's DC adjacent, you know, DC is basically just a, a little city that's smushed between virginia and maryland um and it's it's its own district it's there's there's a bunch of weird rules about you know uh, what actually happens there but uh it's just right in it's just one city in the area that's its own sort of independent entity um then maryland has baltimore inside it which is by the chesapeake bay and on the opposite side of the bay we have um the state i should say has um, a fair amount of land, and then if you keep driving, you end up in Delaware. And so it's like they took the uh, the peninsula on the other side of the Chesapeake Bay, and they cut they cut Delaware uh, like this triangle shaped section out of it in the north uh, east. And so it just looks if you look at a picture of uh, maybe the the uh, outline of the silhouette of Maryland, it looks very strange. And the place that I was driving was actually along uh, the if you go north and then west there's a little stretch that runs right along the underside of pennsylvania kind of between pennsylvania and west virginia and uh, if you keep following that along you end up going through the blue ridge mountains and and into the appalachian mountains 
And that's where I went. And just just for no other reason than I wanted to. Um, so I took a drive out there, and it is beautiful. Um, it got a little snowy. It was nice and clear over uh, where I am in, in uh, the part of the state I'm in, which is, you know, the Baltimore, D.C. area. There's As soon as you get into the mountains, obviously, there's snow on the ground. But I, I ended up in this little town that I liked called uh, Cumberland. And what I was thinking of is there was a, a chain of stores called Cumberland Farms. Um, but this isn't Cumberland Farms. This is just Cumberland, the city. And uh, it's like in a valley between some uh, some of the mountains around here. And it, it's very quaint. There's a lot of brick buildings. And um, it it got me super excited. And I'm going to go back and explore that shit. So I just really drove through. I, I actually went through twice. So I went through and then I, I turned around and I kind of went back through the other way. Um, so I didn't get to stop and sightsee um, other than what I could see from the highway. But I marked it down. I'm going to go back to Cumberland and take a take a look. So. I put a so picture you do in the like show. What yeah. I do then, you just you just go driving around and find new places. Yeah, I had no idea that. Like, I kind of knew that there were cities and stuff down that way towards West Virginia. I didn't expect it to look like this, and I was really surprised by uh, just the aesthetics of it as you drove through. It looks really nice. Um, it doesn't. It does. It's, it's not I shiny. I saw the picture, it's, and it, it's a beautiful looking place. It used to be a um, a. When they had mining and everything in the area and manufacturing, they had a lot of stuff going on in, in Cumberland, uh, according to the preliminary research I've done. And then since then, there's, you know, the way a lot of these towns like Allentown, Pennsylvania is gone, you know, it's kind of, well, there used to be industry here and now there's not so much anymore. Um, but it still has, it looks like it has some, some cool character. What you don't see is there's a giant sign up on the mountain. If you look at the photo that I have in my notes... There's a there's a big kind of green hill on the uh, the right side, and I think that's the one that has a giant <laughs> billboard on it. So the the photographer was polite was uh, was smart enough not to get that in the photo. But other than that, it was a really nice looking place. And so I'm gonna go back and see right. what there is to see. All right. Yeah. So I've got some other I've got some other American news. Oh yeah, hit me with it. So <clears throat> so now. <clears throat> Now they're starting to arrest people for making memes. Uh-oh. Well, I'm in trouble yeah, then. You, I heard, some you really ever good heard memes. of Ricky Vaughn? No, who's Ricky Vaughn? Okay, so Ricky Vaughn, well, that's that's his online name. So Is um, this guy who's oh, been... Hold on, I gotta stop you. Is it Ricky Vaughn or Rick Yvon? Ricky Vaughn. Ricky Vaughn, okay, just checking. Yeah. So apparent, apparently... Apparently, they're trying to put him in put him in jail for memes that he created during the 2016 election. Memes, eh? Yeah. Wow. Well. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this in the show notes because I don't have much of the details about it. But was, but there are a number of different memes, including like. Uh, the the text to vote the text to vote nonsense that like <laughs> nobody with two brain cells to rub together could take seriously. Is this like the the people who spread around the um, with the new iOS update? Your iPhone is now waterproof. Test it out. That kind of that kind of shit. I presume it's yeah, on that like, same level. It is definitely on that same level. <laughs> text to vote. <laughs> Just like American Idol, you know. Yeah. <sighs> By the way, it just goes to show you that, like, 
that like the Democrats are so butt mad they're chasing they're chasing people after the 2016 election still. Yeah. Ah uh, well, we're dangerously close to politics on this uh, this episode again. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to. But I mean, it connects to it connects to internet uh, silliness. So yeah, I, I'm I'm giving it a pass at least. Now, yeah. what have you been watching? Um, in terms of anime, got a couple things. Yeah. Um, I put some screenshots of Strike Witches season two. Those are old. I I didn't actually watch any recently, but I I had a couple sitting around in a folder. I forgot to upload once where you uh, you just had some funny. Some funny clips of uh, yeah. This I'm not Mia gonna Fujita. I'm not gonna worry about that. But this this doggo bang wine wine thing. I can't. What let, the hell? Let me <laughs> let me look up the uh, the real name of that. That's what I put down because I couldn't remember what it was called. It's called. Let me go to my folder. It's called Bungo Stray Dogs One. Is the name of the show. Uh-huh. I could I couldn't remember what it was called, so I called it Doggo Bang One One. Um, it's some spinoff. <laughs> it's a spinoff of a series that I've never watched and I don't understand, but I am thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it, it's different. Um, I don't understand any of the characters inside it. Sometimes they're dogs and sometimes they're not. Uh, I don't know why. Just some scenes they're dogs and some scenes they're not. <laughs> and so you have, uh, when they're dogs, they act like dogs. And then it, it seems like I think they're the same characters, unless there's a parallel set of dog uh, characters who, uh, from the the human characters in the show. I don't know. It's it's trippy, and I purposefully went in with no knowledge of what's actually going on. Um, but it's fun, it, and it has a bunch of these honestly kind of uh, uh, jokes about like suicide, and they have jokes um, about yeah, the suicide locker thing. That's like the hell. <laughs> it's they. It's different. It's not what it's not what I expected. So I'm. I'll tell you the thing that I like about it the most is actually the soundtrack, and I don't have any um, references for it. But this is an OSD that I would actually buy. Um, the sound all has kind of this jazzy. Um, you know, it sounds like it could be uh, something set in this the '60s or maybe the '50s, like a like a, a gangster movie or something like that. And I. From what I'm getting from the premise is there's a there's a group of gangsters and there's a group uh, that's trying to fight the gangsters and they're all frenemies, and so they uh, they and maybe they're actually enemies in the real show and this is a little spinoff you know, uh, I don't know it's it's fun. The uh, the only other show I'm watching excuse me, <sighs> I did my cough mm-hmm. button there, is uh, Higarashi, and as I noted in my my show notes I call it Higarashi Gore. Did you see those pictures I posted? Yeah, I noticed that. Jeez, yeah. Louise. They had I'm not sure which ones we're going to stick in. I've I've got that one that uh, that I'm definitely using because memes, but uh, I I didn't even post the most gruesome stuff in here. Like there's so just to wind the clock back a little and explain what we're talking about. Um uh, Higurashi Gao is the true name of the show. It's like season 3 I think is what it it's canonically is but you know Higurashi first aired in like 2006 or 7 or something like that so we've gotten 26 episodes like in 2006 or 7 and we got 26 more i think in 2010 or 11 and so this is season three is finally coming around it's based on the uh what they call it a sound novel series it's a video game series but it's it's just a story it's not like they're very interactive it's a it's a, it's a visual novel series yeah does it have choices in it do you know that 
I don't know if it has choices or if it's just straight kinetic. Yeah. Um, the story is, it takes place in the eighties, um, which is kind of cool, you know, so there's no cell phones to, to get you out of trouble. You can't call for help like that in a rural village. Um, I think I summarized it poorly once upon a time, but the bottom line is there's a murder that happens. Uh, it seems like every year at this, they have a, a local cultural festival where they, uh, they send cotton down the river. Um, of, you know, they're used, and, and, and the, the surface level explanation is that it's a, oh, this is where we show respect to, you know, the comforters, the, you know, the bed sheets and stuff we use when they're, they're uh, we're ready to get rid of them. You know, we show our thanks by drifting them down the river, and they say, well, you know, that, that tradition started uh, hundreds of years ago, back when this village was full of cannibals, and they used to drift the organs of the people they ate down the river if they didn't, you know, as a, as a thanks to their, uh, the local deity. And so there's this really dark uh, kind of underbelly uh, to this whole thing. And it's it's very X-Files in the way that they have, um, like they'll come up with a with a, a way to explain everything using uh, science or there's a lot. Of course, there has to be a logical explanation to what's going on. You know, who, who killed this person? There has to be a, a way to, to figure that out. But then what happens is they always, it's it's almost like with Mulder and Scully, you know, in the X-Files where, where Scully would come up with, here's a way that everything's, everything is uh, is above board. You know, it's just a normal mystery. And then, then they'd find some bit of evidence that just can't be explained. And it really hints at, but never quite exposes that there's some supernatural thing going on underneath. And uh, it's a really creepy setting. It's great. Um Anyway, to get to the point of the this episode, they over the season break, so what they did is they had the first half of the season was last year. They had a short break over uh, Christmas, and then the new episode started in January. And they moved it to a later time slot. The, uh, the thought was that they're doing this because it's going to get really nasty. And Higurashi was also famous, I must have said this on the show uh, three or four times by now, for being uh, super gory. And to the point where it would get censored on TV and pulled off TV uh, when it when it was originally airing, and led to the nice boat incident. If you look up the uh, the uh, the history of that, and oh my god! Although the nice boat was really for for another show. Well, it was, it was part of it. It was there were two shows pulled, and yeah, nice boat was for school days, but uh, they also pulled Higurashi at the exact same time. The um, my god, they moved it to a later time slot. For a good reason, the, the show just jumped up from, uh, from, I don't know, it was probably always R-rated, but now it's like a gore show. It's fucking crazy. The last couple episodes have been, um, there's there's also a time... Yeah, it's gone from story. like yeah. R to NC-17, right? <laughs> oh my god. The blood is everywhere, the gore is everywhere. It was censored on Japanese TV. Actually, some of these, some of these are actually from the Funimation... Um, version of the show they aired an uncensored version um so i was complaining about fucking american adaptations of anime at the localizations being censored but this is a case where they didn't so all of these screenshots are from the uncensored version funimation had and the um and you see like there's one character who's a, a young girl like completely disemboweled which had happened in the series before but they never really showed it like this like it, it i think it happened in season one but it's like my god those are organs dug it's really gruesome. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I took a bunch of screenshots and I sent them to Cold Acid so he could see <laughs> he could see all the details. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. 
and and just like in the the true way of higurashi it jumped uh it had a uh, what do we call it a lip wash <laughs> where they uh <laughs> they had this nightmare sequence where it she's getting literally torn apart on screen in in graphic detail and uh then she wakes up and uh, then it's like oh it's happy let's play dodgeball <laughs> and so it had a uh, <laughs> kind of the classic anime way where it goes from from that to oh now it's a g-rated show <laughs> instantly yeah that's good lord yeah i would even i'm glad you're watching it and not me (laughs) yeah those are the only two shows i'm watching uh is i'll tell you what i was on the edge of my damn seat for this and it's difficult to watch and i enjoy things that are difficult to watch so this is right up my alley Uh, but speaking of anime what have you been up to you have a couple shows you're watching right yeah, I didn't have anything really to bring in. Um, I do want to mention that, remember when I was talking about, uh, uh, what's it, that that show that used to be spooky and went spoopy instead, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but I remember you saying that. Yamishibai, or something like that. Yamishibai. Yamishi. Yeah, yamishi, yamishibai. So season eight is well it's hit or miss but they're doing a better job of having like spooky actual spooky stuff and less like idiotic reveals Hmm. so i've actually i've actually been enjoying it more than the last couple seasons have been what's the premise of this again so it's just a it's just a uh a series where short episodes where it's like a different story each time right Okay. So, like an anthology, and it, it's like a spooky anthology. Let's put it that way. Without Rod Serling. Without Rod Serling, yes. I heard someone say Rod Sterling, and I can't remember who said that. I think it might have been on a podcast. Someone said Rod Sterling, like Sterling Silver, and I got mad. I think it's yeah, Ser- that, specifically not right. Serling, not Sterling. I can't remember who said that, or give him shit for it. Right. Yeah, it's actually been. It's actually been decent this time around somehow hmm. let's see what else we i did got. watch a little more uh, i did watch a little more prisma ilia <laughs> here we go and, and of course you know what i want to know whose tongue went in first <laughs> <laughs> of course of course um there was i don't think there was actually any any making out this time around oh boy so and this is it's, it's too, not that's not to say there won't be more in the next few episodes but at this point it actually seems like there's a, there's a bit of a fight between Ilya and Kuro which is like the dark Ilya and and it's like trying to trying to trying to like who's on who's on whose side sort of sort of thing and yeah that's a no. kind of classic anime move where they'll have a show that's um little edgy but it's not it's not that bad um and then what they'll do is they'll turn up the dial to 11 and they'll have like oh we're gonna have a beach episode where all the characters go to the beach and the whole episode is all of the female characters wearing bikinis and bouncing around in their bikinis and yeah well uh, maybe someone (laughs) someone they get splashed and all kinds of other things happen but they'll have a complete fan service episode built in the middle of it um, just to yeah, but there's only there's only two there's only two characters, maybe three in this series 
who would actually have anything to bounce. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, Ilya's mom when on those rare occasions where she shows up, uh, Luvia and the late, the lazy maid sister. Hmm. I don't know what her name is. I'm not. I don't know any of these. You, you watched. Uh, <laughs> you watched Fate Stay Night. No, I didn't. Wa- I characters? actually didn't watch Fate Stay Night. I read the visual novel, and Ilya is a side character in the visual novel. Uh, well, well, she's actually a villain um, in the first in the first book, which is Fate, which is the first route through it, where she's trying to kill Saber, and she's trying to kill Shiro, who's the protagonist. Um, and then in later, I think in Unlimited Blade Works, um, well, I said it on the show before, so I'll just say it now. She gets, <laughs> she dies in a spectacular way. And then uh, I think in Heaven's Field, she's, she's more of a main character. She's more of a friendly character in that one. But um, the way that she's portrayed yeah, well, in, here, this, in she this show, is, I know it's she's different. Like, uh, she's, she's Shiro's, like, uh, uh not adopted what's the word i'm looking for not half um stepbrother stepsister stepsister oh yeah with feelings for him of course (laughs) because this is japan and they gotta they gotta push that like pseudo incest thing whenever there's lollies about yeah yeah so it goes Hmm. i guess it's they they always have something in their uh in their show they're they're trying to they're trying to appeal to all different markets and so whether it's that or it's uh Different shows will say, oh, well, we'll just have an episode once in a while that's just only nudity. Um, then, uh, yeah, you know, well, they ha- get there hasn't been on that. It, you know? Well, others, there hasn't other, really been that. Other shows have done that kind of thing where it's, uh, I mean, Strike Witches, that's, I told you after the last show, so it never made it on the air, but uh, they what they've always done is episode seven was the etchy episode. Um, so they'll have straight up kind of, it's, it's World War II, it's kind of allegory kind of stories, and reenactments of air battles and and you know plot and story and stuff but then episode seven for every season including the last one episode seven is just like hey we're gonna go hog wild there's a there's gonna be no plot it's gonna be all girls all the time and uh yeah they do it for ratings hey, and they do it to, to keep the no. uh oh boobery what's boobery hold on a second boobery i'm not talking about actual incest i'm it, this is pseudo incest they're not actually related i mean like it's it's discount dollar store bullshit it's not <laughs> i mean i mean if you're gonna have incest why not have the real thing i think Ilya was created in a lab and i think like i think there's a t- i think there's a timestamp right there <laughs> yeah let me put that on <laughs> i don't know if i'm bad enough to put that God, on this, this it, yeah I, I i don't want that to go at the beginning just i i can't even believe i said that jesus christ <laughs> Oh, boy. Boobery. Well, Boobery. I am really high. Boobery had his, uh... Oh, geez. What's our our series of shows we have tonight? So we have, um... Rare Encounter. We started at 7. Wow, it's already 8. It's almost 10 past 8 by now. The, um... Coming up after that, I think we have Abs... Uh... What was Sir Cedar on? Sir Seat Sitter on? Is he coming up next? On, um... I can't remember if it was a live show or he was going to be on Behind the Schemes. Now I can't remember. <laughs> and then uh, after that, Shrug. Nick, yeah, Nick the Rat will be on uh, his usual time. I think about 11, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what it shows about because he didn't post anything in his uh, show notes there. Oh, well. 
what do we got? Any uh, any extra topics to get through uh, before we close this up? Get last topics. No, I had some stuff that I wanted to bring up, but there wasn't enough time to really study for it. Mm. On the other hand, there's some neat Lego. There's a neat Lego thing that I saw recently. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, somebody uh, bring that up, and I'll bring up my Lego thing too after. All right, I'm gonna actually post this into the uh, into the chat room right now, but. Somebody actually built a scale replica of a triple expansion steam engine from the early 1900s. And with the use of, with the use of a vacuum cleaner, you can actually make it uh, operate. So you're going to have to tell me what a triple expansion steam engine is, because I don't... I, I vaguely know how a steam engine operates. Um, I've been to okay, a well, railroad is, museum. Yeah. <laughs> What's a triple I'm action not... steam, steam whatever? Yeah, that triple expansion. I'm not entirely. I'm not entirely sure, but this is something. It's got like, it's got like four pistons that are driven, a huge wheel uh, that they drive, and then that wheel would be belted to something, I guess, to and to provide its power. So, how do they create the steam without melting the Legos? So, in this case, that's what the vacuum is for. So rather than rather than producing stream and putting it through the putting it through the pistons, the vacuum and a bunch of uh, and a bunch of other things, the suction from it causes causes the uh, pistons inside the chambers to move, which provides the motive energy. Motive energy. Hmm. Yes, this like is vacuums. from. 2,500 horsepower, triple expansion, four-cylinder, Trencherfield mill engine, built in 1907. Hmm. Oh, I see. A, I'm and on. This is this is a model of it. I'm on um, a Wikipedia page for marine steam engine, which it redirected me to somehow, and it looks like the deal is it there's uh, steam is cascaded, so there's the first. Um, the first, we'll say, piston, the first cylinder, and then the the steam gets pumped in there, and then and it causes it to to rotate the drive shaft, and then the exhaust from that gets cascaded to the next cavity, which has a similar kind of mechanism where you have a piston that's pushed to turn the drive shaft there, and then that gets pushed into a third cavity. I think that's the triple expansion. Is the uh, they have three different pistons all driven off the same uh, you know the same steam. And it just gets okay. cooled down, and, and and as it goes through, they I guess they get three different cycles out of the same steam before it either loses uh, pressure or heat or whatever enough to uh, before it just gets blown out into the air. Yeah, so it's a it's cool. a coreless cool. it's a coreless engine. So I'll put I'll put the Wikipedia article about that in there too. I guess. Yeah, it definitely looks cool. And then my brother my brother sent me along something else. Where you've you've heard of Lego ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Where like people could design their Lego sets and try if there was enough interest, Lego would actually produce a, a run of them. Oh yeah. I've heard and of so this. Yeah. This there's this yeah. So this lady, uh well now it's like uh a year and a half or more ago, uh made a made a model of the EBR one reactor. Not a work, not like a working one or anything. Just like uh, just <laughs> yeah. like a figure model, right? Because I mean, I mean, like you try you try and maintain like a nuclear reaction with Legos, and well, 
having it built out of Legos is going to be the least of your problems. <laughs> like I said, it was it, yeah. it, the steam engine would have melted. We don't know what a nuclear reactor would have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 6000 6000 piece kit uh to to model the experimental breeder reactor number 1. Yeah. From like 1951. Old old one. Unfor yeah, Fortunately, it didn't make it to 10,000 votes uh, in time, and so that was it. But, I mean, it looks pretty cool, hmm. all the same. Well, my bit was So what also, about your Lego stuff? Ironically, also related to nuclear science, um, there was a... Ooh. Uh, I was still going through different science videos, like I, I complained about before... Um, you know, when I was on Abs in a Six Pack and finding stuff on YouTube, there was a channel that I did actually like. Uh, against all odds, I thought I was gonna. I th when I when I saw the the premise of this channel, I thought it was gonna be absolutely ridiculous, and there's no way I would ever get any good information from it. And it was quantum physics explained with Legos. <laughs> and oh, uh, cool! Yeah, it's a guy who he's doing something which I do appreciate. Um, he published it. He's publishing his own book. So he's a doctor. Um, I should pull up that channel and put it in my show notes. I didn't expect to bring this up, so I didn't put it in there. So Lego uh, Quantum. I, I just want to get a link so we can put it in the uh, the notes there. But he has a series of videos where he does things like, oh, you know, here's a neutron or a proton. So it's, you know, these two quarks and that quark. It's this many up quarks and this many down quarks. And what he does is he has them... Um, you know, represented their different masses or different sized Lego bricks. So if you have strange quarks versus, uh, you know, uh, the generation one quarks or whatever, he has visual representations for everything with Legos. And I thought it was going to be absolutely dumb, but his videos are really good compared to some of the other stuff that you can find for quantum physics. And he, he even goes into chromodynamics where he talks about the, you know, the color charge stuff, which is also difficult to understand but then he goes there and he's showing different lego bricks that are different colors <laughs> and uh you know it's uh the, his presentation is very good and the thing that i like the most about it is he's self-publishing a textbook on it um there's only one other guy i know who've done who's done something similar um um it was a guy who did a control systems uh he was a control systems engineer and he did a bunch of controls videos on youtube where he would talk about, oh, here's, when I say control system design, uh, there's a theory behind um, feedback control systems, like that you might have to, to control a motor servo or to control an automatic transmission in a car is a control system where it has some inputs and it has, um, you know, it, it has a program maybe that runs in a microcontrol, but, but ultimately it's governed by the laws of control theory that decides when should it shift and when's it, uh, when's it a good time to shift and when it, when is not or fly by wire airplanes also have control systems. So when you push the joystick, what has to happen to move the flaps in the right direction and all that, um, it, it's an interesting science. Um, and he broke it down on, on his YouTube site the best that i've ever seen it broken down in fact i've formally taken i've been to classes where um we studied control systems and one of the, what they did at the the beginning of the classes yeah if you're here you know and i can't remember his name it was doug um ah, i'm gonna have to look him up um but he's you he, he did his videos on youtube which were just science explanations um he did he would do like a youtube video where he said oh we're gonna design a um 
a uh, thermostat that's going to go inside a satellite. And so here's the forces that are at work. And he'd calmly explain everything that goes into why do I need a heater in the satellite? How do I, where do I put the thermal couples? How, what's the, what's the, um, the program that's going to run inside the microcontroller that's going to set the current to the heater to be the right value, you know, so that it keeps all the electronics at the right temperature and they don't get too hot or too cold, you know. He would go into this really deep detail, which is very interesting. Um, and he also wrote a textbook on the side, which he self-published. And it's Doug... I think it was... Was it Doug Jones or something? It wasn't Doug Jones. It was... Uh, I'm looking it up on YouTube because I, I re feel really <laughs> bad that I can't... Uh, I can't remember his name. Control Theory. It's not coming up on the first page. Wow. But anyway, he was cited by the, uh, the the guy teaching the classes. Yeah, so you should just go watch this. Brian Douglas, that was it. Brian Douglas on YouTube. Uh, and he talks about classical... One or two S's. One S. It took me a, it took me a minute. I had to find it. Um, but he, he was an engineer at Lockheed Martin, and then he went on... Uh, I think he works for The Math Works, which is the company that publishes Math MATLAB now. They hired him to run their... Uh, or to do something with their control systems toolbox, which is a actually a pretty decent product they put out. Uh, by the way, <laughs> if anyone cares, <laughs> but somehow that was my Lego story, and it turned into something else. But uh, that's all I had. Yeah, it turned into something completely different. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the moon. All right. What do you say we wrap this shindig up? Yeah, I'm I'm out of things to say. <laughs> I didn't really have that much to say today, but uh, I'm out of things did all we, the same. Did, let's see. Did we ever get some closure on who's coming up on S Sir Cedar and... Oh, Sir Spencer and DeLorean. So it looks like Twitch. Sir Spencer and DeLorean are going to be on with Sir Cedar tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're doing the JFK thing, aren't they? Yeah. That ah, yeah, that's it. That That's... um. He was talking to me about that after the show, uh, after we did our thing. The, uh, well, that should be a treat. That's coming up. I think they said they're going to start at 9. So uh, by the time we finish this show and we finish the post-show kind of stuff, they should be ready to uh, ready to go. So, all right, so I guess that means we should probably wrap things up and start uh, getting, all, getting all this stuff uh, yep. up on the interwebs. Yeah, so... Uh, Let's see, that's coming up next. Uh, you can go listen to the JFK special. <laughs> the episode of Six Pack. After that, Nick the Rat will be on, uh, I believe, at 11 p.m., unless he's secretly died. We all hope he did. Which I doubt. <laughs> and apparently, a hog story tomorrow, DC Girl. Wow. Fletcher just mentioned. There's a whole bunch of shit going on. Okay, DC Girl on a oh, hog yeah. story tomorrow. Oh, that should be fun. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've got a little time to be on the network. Um, meanwhile, our sports team, uh, matchup tonight is the Vancouver Dapper Bison versus, is it the Kamloops? Is that the name of the town? Kamloops, yeah. Kamloops Scorpions will be having it at each other. And, uh, until next time, I'm Abel Kirby. And I've been Cold Acid. Adios, mofos. There we go. <laughs> I always forget that fader. <laughs> <laughs>